Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 121. Today we're going to actually conclude the book of Proverbs and then look at the next part of uh, 1 Thessalonians as well. And I think as we end this book of Proverbs, I've thought the theme for today could be encouraging words. That while there's been warnings and different things, we'll see some of those again today, that many of these words of wisdom are meant to encourage us to to live differently, to serve and to love and to care for people, uh, to not take the easy way out. And I think also these instructions are encouraging words for how to live a new life, a life of love towards God and love towards other people. And so these words are meant to encourage us to live the kind of life that is pleasing to God in response to his love for us. And so let's continue and finish off Proverbs, and then we'll continue from there. Proverbs 29, 30 and 31 today. The one who stiffens his neck after numerous rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. When the righteous become numerous, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father, but whoever associates with prostitutes wastes his wealth. A king brings stability to a land by justice, but one who exacts tribute tears it down. The one who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his steps. In the transgression of an evil person there is a snare, but a righteous person can sing and rejoice. The righteous person cares for the legal rights of the poor. The wicked person does not understand such knowledge. Scornful people inflame a city, but those who are wise turn away wrath. When a wise person goes to court with a foolish person, there is no peace whether he is angry or laughs. Bloodthirsty people hate someone with integrity. As for the upright, they seek his life. A fool lets fly with all his temper, but a wise person keeps it back. If a ruler listens to lies, all his ministers will be wicked. The poor person and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of them both. If a king judges the poor in truth, his throne will be established forever. A rod and reproof impart wisdom, but a child who is unrestrained brings shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will see their downfall. Discipline your child, and he will give you rest. He will bring you happiness. When there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but the one who keeps the law blessed is he. A servant cannot be corrected by words, for although he understands, there is no answer. You have seen someone who is hasty in his words. There is more hope for a fool than for him. If someone pampers his servant from youth, he will be a weakling in the end. An angry person stirs up dissension, and a wrathful person is abounding in transgression. A person's pride will bring him low, but one who has a lowly spirit will gain honor. Whoever shares with a thief is his own enemy. He hears the oath to testify, but does not talk. The fear of people becomes a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord will will be set on high. Many people seek the face of a ruler, but it is from the Lord that one receives justice. An unjust person is an abomination to the righteous, 
and the one who lives an upright life is an abomination to the wicked. The words of Agur, son of Jaka, an oracle. This man says to Ithiel, to Ithiel and to Akal, Surely I am more brutish than any other human being, and I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor can I have knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended into heaven and then descended? Who has gathered up the winds in his fists? Who has bound up the waters in his cloak? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name? Surely you can know. Every word of God is purified. He is like a shield for those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he reprove reprove you and prove you to be a liar. Two things I have asked from you. Do not refuse me before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Do not give me poverty or riches. Feed me with my allotted portion of bread, lest I become satisfied and act deceptively and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I become poor and steal and demean the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you are found guilty. There is a generation who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. There is a generation who are pure in their own opinion and yet are not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation whose eyes are so lofty and whose eyelids are lifted up disdainfully. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose molars are like knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among the human race. The leech has two daughters. Give, give. There are three things that will never be satisfied, four that will never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, earth has not been satisfied with water, and fire has never said enough. The eye that mocks at a father and despises obeying a mother, the ravens of the valley will peck it out and the young vultures will eat it. There are three things that are too wonderful for me, four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship in the sea, and the way of a man with a woman. There is a way of an adulterous woman. She has eaten and wiped her mouth and has said, I have not done wrong. Under three things the earth has trembled, and under four things it cannot bear up. Under a servant who becomes king, under a fool who becomes stuffed with food, under an unloved woman who becomes married, and under a female servant who who dispossesses her mistress. There are four things on earth that are small, but they are exceedingly wise. Ants are creatures with little strength, but they prepare their food in the summer. Rock badgers are creatures with little power, but they make their homes in the crags. Locusts have no king, but they all go forward by ranks. A lizard you can catch with your hand, but it gets into the palaces of the king. There are three things that are magnificent in their step, four things that move about magnificently. A lion, mightiest of the beasts, who does not retreat from anything, a strutting rooster, a male goat, and a king with his army around him. If you have done foolishly by exalting yourself, or if you have planned evil, put your hand over your mouth. For as the churning of milk produces butter, and as the punching and, and as punching the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. The words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. O my son, O son of my womb, O son of my vows, do not give your strength to a woman nor your ways to that which ruins kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to crave strong drink. 
lest they drink and forget what is decreed, and remove from all the poor their legal rights. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing, and wine to those who are bitterly distressed. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Open your mouth on behalf of those unable to speak, for the legal rights of all the dying. Open your mouth, judge in righteousness, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. And we conclude uh, Proverbs, actually, the last section here is called The Wife of Noble Character. And it's a beautiful description of a wife who is a composite of a whole bunch of different, in a sense, beautiful characteristics. And we see strength in her, uh, nobility in that sense. We see uh, a joy in her and a strength in her. Just wonderful things uh, and characteristics that are described in this last part of Proverbs. Proverbs 31, 10 and following. Who can find a wife of noble character? For her value is far more than rubies. Her husband's heart has trusted her, and he does not lack the dividends. She has rewarded him with good and not harm all the days of her life. She sought out wool and flax, then worked happily with her hands. She was like the merchant ships. She would bring in her food from afar. Then she rose while it was still night and provided food for her household and a portion to her female servants. She considered a field and bought it. From her own income, she planted a vineyard. She clothed herself in might, and she strengthened her arms. She perceived that her merchandise was good. Her lamp would not go out in the night. She extended her hands to the spool, and her hands grasped the spindle. She opened her hand to the poor and extended her hands to the needy. She would not fear for her household in winter, because all her household were clothed with scarlet because she had made coverings for herself, and because her clothing was fine linen and purple. Her husband is well known in the city gate, where when he sits with the elders of the land. She made linen garments, then sold them, and traded belts to the merchants. Her clothing was strong and splendid, and she laughed at the time to come. She has opened her mouth with wisdom, with loving instruction on her tongue. Watching over the ways of her household, she would not eat the bread of idleness. Her children have risen and call her blessed. Her husband also has praised her, saying, Many daughters have done valiantly, but you have surpassed them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is fleeting. A woman who fears the Lord, she makes herself praiseworthy. Give her credit for what she has accomplished and let her works praise her in the city gates. And I just love the fact that uh, this description here really is all about character, not about physical beauty or about those kinds of outward appearances. Uh, even the quality of clothes is is really a, a credit to her skill and ability and competency in that sense and her character in her hard work. And so we see all these different things that God is praising in this woman of noble character. And it's a wonderful way that we could end the book of Proverbs. And now we move on to our continuing look at the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, and we'll be looking at chapter 4 seeing more encouraging words and instruction from the Apostle Paul, where he says in chapter 4, Finally then, brothers and sisters, we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus that, you, that as you received instruction from us about how you must live and please God, and you are in fact living, that you do so more and more. For you know what commands we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is God's will, that you become holy, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that, you, that each of you know how to possess his own body in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God. In this matter, no one should violate the rights of his brother 
or take advantage of him, because the Lord is the avenger in all these cases, as we told you earlier and warned you solemnly. For God did not call us to impurity, but in holiness. Consequently, the one who rejects this is not rejecting human authority, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Now on the topic of brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you are practicing it toward all the brothers and sisters in all of Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more, to aspire to lead a quiet life, to attend to your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you. And this way you will live a decent life before outsiders and not be in need. Now we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so also we believe that God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep as Christians. For we tell you this by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will surely not go ahead of those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a shout of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be suddenly caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Our theme today has been encouraging words, and I hope those last words especially were encouraging to you, where the Apostle Paul is saying that if you're a Christian, even death itself is more like falling asleep because you will spend time waiting for Jesus' return with him and come back with Jesus to gather those who have not yet died when he returns himself, and that all of us will be changed to become like Jesus in resurrected bodies, to live with him and to be with him always in a new heavens and a new earth. And that is an encouraging thought in the face of a world that often seems filled with despair, filled with a sense of gloom and doom, that there is a bright and glorious future that awaits those who belong to Jesus. And so, encourage, I hope you are encouraged by those words, and I hope you will actually take a time today even to encourage somebody else with these words as well. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're-